Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. Changing Radio. Here's host Dale Carlson. Welcome to Simple Faith. We're so happy to have you join us today on this beautiful July 16th. it's uh, it's my brother's birthday today, and it's my oh. grandson's birthday today, and uh, and it's just a good day all over the place. Amen. So welcome, and uh, and we have a we have a guest today. Um, I'm here with Jim Barnes and Bob Bomier as as usual. And we have a, a guest today, Mike Hansen. He's a pastor and uh, and the founder of Sheltered by Jesus in Lewiston. We got a little taste of his. Uh, enthusiasm a couple of weeks ago when his executive director was here and uh we're just looking forward to talking to you today mike how are you uh, i i'm doing fine uh just just, just need to clarify I'm actually not a pastor okay just a, just a just a lay person a servant if you will and uh um uh was in on the ground floor with many other people as far as getting sheltered by jesus la so i certainly wouldn't want to take credit for that alone, <laughs> um, but uh, you know we we always give God the glory anyway, yes, as, as I know you guys do as well. Well, I know that you had a big part in it, and uh, and uh, and I just was so thrilled to uh, to get to meet Eric uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, we're mm. looking to, forward to hear hearing more about you. And now, I was told by a pastor, uh, Scott Jagir, that you have quite a story, uh, and that led oh. you into uh, to. Uh, the area of ministry that that uh, that God has called you into, and uh, why don't you share a little bit of that with us, Mike? Yeah, um, I. Uh, well, yeah, I. Uh, uh, yeah, but I, I didn't. Uh, God didn't save me uh, fully, and uh, caused me to be born again, as First Peter, chapter one says. And uh, until I was forty-two years old, so I. Uh, so I had. Um, I had uh, a, a good, strong taste of the world and all the pleasures <laughs> of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life um, for quite a while. And, uh, um, you know, it's it's a, an interesting story. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I was going to church, but I wasn't a believer. Yeah. And uh, we all know how that goes. How, how, do, how, do, you go, how do you go to church and not be a believer? Well, it's, it's actually... <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, my 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 lovely wife uh, owned a dance uh, uh, a, stu- a studio. Uh, we just sold it a couple of years ago to our daughter um, and, and son-in-law, and uh, and uh, we were invited to. Uh, it's, it, this is all the sovereign plan of God, by the way. Um, it always we is. To, we we, <laughs> we moved we moved our studio to the second floor of United Baptist Church on Main Street in Lewiston, Maine, mm. and. Uh, and uh, uh, we have we had two young daughters at the, at the time, and, and our son was. Uh, and so uh, we weren't going to church. We were totally unchurched people. <laughs> I grew up in the Catholic Church, but um, didn't. That's a totally different uh, part of the story. But anyways, uh, a lady invited our daughters, Nancy Poland, lovely lady. She is uh, she is the mother of one of our son-in-laws. <laughs> And that's another part of the sovereignty of God. Um, her son and our daughter ended up getting married. We all attended United Baptist Church for a number of years. And uh, um, so we moved the studio there. She invited us to church. Um, our daughter said, you know, asked my wife and I, why don't we go to church? And, of course, we didn't have a good answer. <laughs> and um, we started going to church. And a United Baptist Church at that time was an American Baptist Church, and it was not a Bible-believing church. And I didn't really notice it. You know, I, they all seemed like really nice people to me. I can tell you this, 
I knew I didn't belong there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I knew I was not, you know, um, I was not a godly man. I, I just knew it. You know, God, God, you know, the Holy Spirit showed me that, um, you know, with my conscience and just, you know, poking me and poking me and shedding light on all of that. And the United Baptist Church uh, called, uh, the pastor left and um, called a, a young pastor with a lot of, uh, you all, you might know him, John Vermillion. I know him. First or I, I, I know, I know of him. Yep. Yeah. Well, he came to United Baptist Church and started and started preaching about sin. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I knew I was a sinner, and a lot of the people in the church didn't think they were sinners, and there was a big church split. And so uh, during that church split, oh, wow. I got saved. <laughs> yeah. Well, praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and and so you know, I just I just I, I look back and I just attribute all of that to the sovereignty of God. You know, He had me sitting in that church, hearing the gospel, and and all of this, you know, all of these people that were my friends saying, oh well, you know, that that's not really what Paul meant. And I'm looking at it, and I'm hmm. reading the scriptures, like, well, it seems like that's what Paul meant, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't, isn't it interesting how we can put our own own uh, spin on on whatever we want to put our spin on? But yeah, that's what this radio program oh, yeah. is all about. It is simple. The message is simple, and uh, and if you you don't it's have to so go very simple. deep to uh, to figure out what Jesus is saying. Absolutely. So you know, God uh, God you know um, brought me to my knees um, in uh, October of uh, two thousand and. Uh, put a lot of other people in my life I, I played music and I was playing in a band with uh, with uh, Jeff Taylor, I don't know if you know Jeff Jeff's a bass player, awesome bass player and he was witnessing to me and you know all of this was going on at United Baptist Church and you know it all just came together and the Holy Spirit That's just wonderful. Uh, you know brought me to my knees and uh, and here I am um, it's uh, you know sheltered by Jesus uh Back in 2015, I, uh, I'm, I'm currently, I, 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 I can't walk without a walker, so I either use a walker or a wheelchair a lot. And, oh. and uh, back in 2015, God put me in the hospital for a couple months with pancreatitis, and, and I didn't like that. But, uh, <laughs> it was all part of his sovereign plan, yeah. all part of his plan. And uh, um, I ended up going out on disability and leaving the auto industry and... Uh, um, I was a sales manager over to Lee Nissan, and mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, so what do you want me to do, God? You know, well, you know, what's what's this all about? You know, what do you what do you have for me? You know, my wife still owned the dance center here in Auburn, and um, you know, we were comfortable, I guess, financially, and you know, SSDI and all that stuff. But uh, you know, what am I going to do? And Pastor Richard Berry and Sheltered by Jesus and Scott Egan was in. I was introduced to that ministry and. Started going up there and doing Bible studies and visiting, and uh, uh, there was another man by the name of Hal Dean. I think I mentioned him a couple weeks ago, but I'll mention him again. Hal's just a wonderful, godly man. Um, we were going, we were elders together at Unity Bible Church. I'm one of the elders at Unity Bible. United Baptist Church in New Hope became Unity Bible Church. Um, oh, I don't know about 2009, 2010, something like that. And so uh, Hal and I, you know, gotten to know each other well, good friends. And uh, he said, "You got to read this book," and he gave me the book. And then Richard Berry came in September of 2016 and spoke at Unity Bible Church. And I started going up there. I met Eric, became friends with Eric. Hal kept telling us at Unity Bible Church, "We've got this money. We got to open up a shelter in Lewiston." And so we did. Hmm. And. Uh, the rest is history, as far as uh, you know. The shelter goes. Uh, we're, we we uh, we just basically do our best to share the gospel. You know, it's all about Jesus. It is That's all right. about you know, Jesus. So yep. My story is a story of redemption, of how God just took me out of that miry pit and uh, and uh, brought me into His marvelous light. You know, that from darkness to light. I mean, my my life has just changed. Well, you know, repentance is 180 degrees, right? Mm. Stop going in that direction and going in in in, in, in a different direction, away from instead of going away from God toward God. And I I just do my best, you know, to try to uh, less of me and more of Him every day, 
it struggle. Just to be honest with that, you know, the flesh well, is—it's wonderful, flesh Michael. Is still there. That Jesus can take somebody that is broken and not only make them whole, but also uh, to uh, use them to help others to become whole. I, I was in the hospital uh, doing a pastoral visit, and the man was dying of cancer. And he said to me, he says, uh, he said, Pastor, he said, I, I'm, I'm ready to be with the Lord. He said, could you talk to this man in the next bed? I talked mm. to the man on the next bed, and he said to me, he said, if you knew what manner of man I was, you wouldn't even look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that, you know, sad? And I said to him, I said, no, you're the type, you're the person Jesus is looking for. Um, yeah. Maybe you could share a little bit about that, Mike. Sure. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, uh, <laughs> I have come to the conclusion and understanding that you can be too good for Jesus to save you, mm -hmm. but you can never be too bad. Well, didn't Jesus say, how many lawyers do we have among us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I I got to tell you, I am so comfortable at the shelter with these men, the, the Christian home, sheltered by Jesus L.A. I am so comfortable with them because I know that it, only but for the grace of God I would walk in their shoes. Amen. And I did walk in their shoes, mm -hmm. you know, for, you know, I, I was, I was the kind of guy that looked good, but wasn't, you know, you know what I mean? Yes. And, you know, I kind of held it together. I kept my yep. job. Um, I didn't, I didn't completely, you know, I, I wasn't homeless. I, I didn't lose my home. I didn't lose my wife. I didn't lose my kids. And we, you know, we, we see that kind of brokenness all the time, and it's just yes. heartbreaking. But I could have. Mm. Again, if it wasn't for that Proverbs 31 wife that God gave me 42 years ago, um, she's just a marvelous woman. And, uh, you know, she, you know, God used her to keep me from going off the deep end. Mm. And then, again, I just, this is just the sovereignty of God. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I, I say this to the guys all the time. You know, they, they understand who I am. And, and who I was, you know, like, I, I'm no different than any of them. You know, we're all here by the sovereign grace of God. It's no coincidence that I'm here. It's no coincidence that you're here sitting in this room, looking at the scripture today, praying together mm. and considering who Jesus is, mm. you know, and it's, um, it, it, it's just amazing what God can do. God, and, and you know, and I, I think, and this is not this is not scriptural, so forgive me if anyone's listening and say that's not in the Bible because it's not. I think God loves the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I think God likes to likes to take the, the worst of us and 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 turn us into a a person that just loves Jesus. Well, and is so grateful. Yeah, for what he, God has done for us in the person of Jesus. He he certainly he certainly got a handful when he got Adam and Eve going. Oh, well, he got a handful. When he got, got one. What are you bargained for there? <laughs> you know when Paul says, "I am the chief of sinners" in First Timothy, like I got to disagree with Paul. I know who I am. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. the chief of sinners. You know, yeah. and 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 what God has done, it's a miracle. It seems to me you said something about a daughter. Having a, a kind of a part in this plan of God's to turn you around. Two daughters. Two daughters. Our 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 youngest daughter, eight, uh, Laura, before we were saved, went to Camp Fairhaven. Ah. Was invited by another church member at United Baptist Church with a, a couple of you know female friends that were her age. And at the age of eight, this is a funny story. You guys are going to love this. <laughs> so we're driving back. From uh, um, where is it? It's over in there in uh, what, Brockton, Maine, or I can't remember where it is. It's, it's, I know it because of the beach. Anyway, it's over on the coast, mid coast, uh, Camp Fairhaven, great, great camp. And we're driving back, and Laura's in the back seat with our, with our, with our son, who is five years older than Laura, so he was thirteen. And my wife and I are in the front seat. We're not saved, okay? We're going to church, but we're not saved. And and all of a sudden we hear. Our daughter tell John, our daughter Laura tell John, 
You know, John, if you don't believe in Jesus, you're going to go to hell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my wife looked at each other, and my wife and I looked like, oh, no, what did we do? You know? <laughs> so our daughter was saved at the age of eight at Camp Fairhaven. Wow. Received the Holy Spirit, born again. She is now with her husband, Ethan. They are missionaries with ABWE, and they're in Portugal. Oh, that's, that's incredible! Wonderful. But but she oh, had yeah. the she had the the courage to say that to her brother. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, she, yeah. Well, oh. you know, unless you become like a little children, uh, there's no place for you, and that's that's what she she was being just like a child. That's what she kids do. In the Lord Jesus, and she's she's our she, we knew she was going to be a missionary because she had many missionary trips. She was. With, she did YWAM. Mm. Uh, we visited her in Germany. Um, she did her DTS in Germany for three months, and then went to India and Sri Lanka. Um, you know, a lot of two, three week, you know, mission trips. Spain. Uh, oh gosh, she went to New Zealand. You know, we we knew that was going to happen. And it was funny. Her husband Ethan, who was a pastor, uh, New England Bible College graduate, uh, master's degree, and uh, you might know his father, Bill Foss. I've heard the name, yeah. Pastor down in yep. the Portland area. Yeah. And uh, uh, Ethan said, there's no way I'm ever going to be a missionary when they got married. And Laura just kind of smiled and said, okay, dear. <laughs> 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 oh. And then she got him to go on a missionary trip to Czechoslovakia with First Baptist Church over there in Davos, in Waldenboro, uh, a few years ago. And he got the bug. And, um, you know, they're, they're there learning the language, connected with a local church in Lisbon. And uh, they'll be uh, the, the the plan right now is to is to have a, a group from that church plant a church maybe a year or two from now once once Ethan is you know um, well versed in in the heart language there in Portugal and in uh, Portuguese and uh, and he would be the lead pastor so so yeah so that's one of our daughters the other daughter Amelia is a couple years older than Laura. And uh, she uh, owns the dance center. She and her husband Ian. Um, um, they uh, uh, we, we've always used. We've, God's always uh, ha- helped us use the dance center to bring many people to the Lord Jesus. Oh. Um, you know, uh, you, you get these high school students that you know come in from all walks of life to take dance, and you know, you just treat them with respect and kindness and gentleness, and talk about Jesus and. And we've had some, uh, we've had a few dancers uh, from the dance center baptized and received the Lord Jesus as Savior. So it's another ministry that uh, that uh, 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 God has allowed us to, to uh, use to, um, well, uh, Mike, to, you know, to just tell people about Jesus. Uh, hold it there, Mike. We got to go to a break right now, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. And uh, got some questions for you. This sounds wonderful. God bless you. And uh, our phone number seven two five nine two two four. If you got a question or you got something that no. you want to share with us, no, no, no. Seven eight four F R E E seven eight four three seven three three. Yeah, call in on that number. We'll be back in a second. Welcome back uh, to Simple Faith. I'm here with uh, Jim Barnes and Bob Bomier and Mike Hansen from Sheltered yes. by Jesus. Are you there, Mike? I'm right here. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. I was I was thinking, you know, as you're talking before, you don't sound like you miss that past life much. No, oh gosh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in fact, I I, I can I I, I I hear joy. I hear joy. You know. It, it's just amazing what God will do. You know, you know, you, if you just if you just put them first in your life, you know, um, you know, I I I I sit under the teaching. I've sat under the teaching of some wonderful pastors. I mean, God has just blessed me tremendously, um, and and you know, I now you know teach um, Bible studies at the shelter and. Uh, and once in a while, I'll, I'll, I'll preach and fill in for uh, Pastor Bill Walker. And, uh, you know, Pastor Bill Walker, you know, just, you know, just, you know, the, you start your day with, with Jesus. You start your day with God. Mm-hmm. And and the Word of God just absolutely continues to amaze me every day. Yeah. Every day. It doesn't matter whether I'm in the Old Testament or the New Testament. I love connecting the Old Testament and the New Testament. Yes. It's like... Pastor Mark Waite said, it's kind of like a puzzle, you know, and, and when you find the piece and you put it in the puzzle and you go, oh, that's exciting, you know, and and just, it's it's just, it's, it's uh, 
it's just uh, it it truly is the living word. Yeah, and well, it it took me a while to 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 make the connection. I really liked the New Testament. It sounded great to me, <laughs> but the Old Testament kind of scared me and made me uncomfortable. Well, it does. <laughs> <laughs> But you we said you knew that. you were a sinner, but you just weren't ready to do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 I share this with the guys because some some of the guys, you know, Lewiston is a Catholic town, so you know, I I grew I grew up in the Catholic Church, and I share this with the guys, and, and this might help somebody that might be listening today. I grew up never doubting that. Jesus was the Son of God. Oh. I never doubted that Jesus was born of a virgin and her name was Mary. I never doubted that Jesus died on a cross, was buried, and was raised from the dead three days later. I just didn't know why. Oh, you are talking to somebody that <laughs> loves that mm. conversation. So tell us why, Mike. The connection, the connection, holy smoke. The connection was I needed a Savior. Yeah. And you know what's amazing? Satan is so deceitful. I mean, he's the father of lies. That as bad as I was, as bad as I was, I didn't think I was that bad. <laughs> and it wasn't until I realized how bad I was. <laughs> and, of course, the Holy Spirit and the Word of God showed me that. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not um, that bad. Oh, boy, is that a popular expression. Can't um, we always find someone worse than us? Yep, yep, and usually, and sigh with a sigh of relief. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not that. <laughs> and you know, and, and and so what we what we do at the shelter again, and and the, and uh, you know the the teaching that I've gotten in the Word of God, obviously, like the Old Testament, Gospel of John, you know Matthew, Mark, Luke. It doesn't matter, you know Romans. Oh my gosh, Romans. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you know it's. You know, I really stressed that in my Bible studies because it was it was so important in my salvation experience. Was I had to realize I was that bad. Mm. I was bad enough to where God's holiness and God's perfection. I'll I'll never I'll never be good enough. And for me to think that I can actually earn it or deserve it is just foolishness. It's so at some point, at some point, uh, Mike, you made a decision to not only become saved and become, uh, you know, born again, but you made a decision to actually get involved in in the work that God is calling you for. And I kind of, su I suspect, I, I I don't know for sure, but I kind of suspect that that's kind of the reason that you're so you you seem very enthusiastic about about your faith. But, you know, I, I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't know what to do and how to get involved and, uh, and maybe too busy thinking that, uh, that, you know, this is going to take too much of my time or too much of my money. What would you say to those folks, Mike? Whatever. You know, I, 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 think, of, I think of Ananias in Acts, right? Yeah. <laughs> when, when God said, Ananias, I need you to go see Saul. Mm. And Ananias said, "Hey, uh, God, did you know this? <laughs> he's a bad <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, he's not a nice guy, yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna want to put me in jail. And he's gonna, you know, like, but, 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 you know, Ananias trusted God. He said, okay, all right. Um, this is, and 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 he had ears to hear. He was he was he was he was he was listening. He had ears to hear, and he had the faith to trust God mm. and to do what God asked him to do. You know." So, and you know, it, it's funny you 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 mention it. You ask this question because I'm, I have a devotional given to me by my my pastors for Christmas from from Alistair Begg. I, I love Alistair Begg, oh, yeah. and uh, and today's was on service. It was you know, hey, you know, uh, it doesn't matter who you are. It, you don't need to be a preacher. You don't need to be an evangelist. You don't need to be a teacher. You know, just get involved. Mm. And, and if it's at church, then it's at church. If it's volunteering in the community, it's volunteering in the community. It's, it's giving of yourself and, and putting yourself out there. And God will give you those opportunities. But that's God risky. Will. That's risky, Michael. 
yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, yeah, look, either either you believe that Jesus is with you to the end of the age and he will never leave you or forsake you, or you don't. And so you got to, you got to, you, you know, okay. James said what? Show, show, show me your, show me, show me your works and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll show you my faith, you know? Mm. So I'll you, show you my faith in my works, you know? So you, be, you believed it, but, you believed it enough so that you uh, let go of a very comfortable, successful career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, I, I, again, I give all the glory to God. You That's know? a big leap, I, though. I'm not even sure I made the decision to get saved. I think God just kind of said, you're, <laughs> you're, you're mine now. Ah. You, you, you don't belong to yourself anymore. You belong <laughs> to me. You know, I, I truly believe that. Um, but anyway, that's that's another. We don't have to have that conversation today. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I truly believe in the sovereign will of God. I believe in His sovereign grace. That's right. I believe that He has a purpose for every single person He creates. Yes. And 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 every person that He saves, there's that there's that purpose of okay, I've purchased you mm. with my blood. And He's right. got a job for us to do. Yeah. Well, Ephesians two ten, you know the the works prepared mm, for us beforehand yes. to walk in. If we're not willing to walk in those works, am I really saved? That's right. I, I, you, you and I are on the same page with that. Uh, Mike. Is, is, do I have saving faith? Yeah, yeah. Do we or believe that? Do, do we believe that this life is over uh, when uh, when when they put mm -hmm. us in the ground, or do we actually believe that we, we're going to something better and uh, oh, something for eternity? Beginning. What's that? Just beginning. Yeah, it's it's right. just beginning. Yeah, it's yeah. just beginning. But you know, we, we, it, but we, but the thing is, we have new life in Christ right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and we're not saved so that we can go sit on a mountaintop and uh, you know, you know, <laughs> chant and pray and yeah. you know, fast all day. It's like <laughs> there's nothing wrong with chant mantras until the Lord comes. Yeah. Fast, but, you know, there's work to do. There's well, work yeah, to do. there's you know, there's people out. Disciples. Yeah. Go ahead. Guys, just people out there that have needs that uh, that that don't know Jesus yet, and haven't experienced exactly. His love, and we are we are called to be His disciples to exactly. bring the same kind of love to uh, to those around us that He brought to us. Well, the you know, Matthew twenty five, yeah, yep. Matthew twenty five, you know, Boy, what, you know, sheep and goats. When, when when did we feed you? When did we give you drink? When did we visit you in prison? Uh, you know. When you did it to the least of these, you did it to me. And how do we avoid that? I mean, you know, it just it feels sometimes like like uh, there's so many needs out there, and uh, and it's crickets when you try to uh, to um, to get folks yeah. uh, uh, engaged. Well, you and, and you yeah. do it every day, Michael. You sit down with a bunch of folks who probably have no idea uh, about this God who who. Gave his life and it's them. exciting. It's and exciting. you sit down and 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 talk. How do you do that? Well, it's you know, if you knew where I came from <laughs> and how much God has changed my life, you know, it's it, I, I think of Romans five one and two. You know, I and I had I had the opportunity to preach on that just a couple months ago, so it's fresh in my mind. But you yeah. know, I'm justified. I've received the righteousness of Christ. I'm forgiven. I have peace with God. I'm no longer his enemy. I'm his beloved child. I have obtained access to this grace in which I now stand, the power of God, to live a life that's pleasing and honoring to God, and I have the hope of glory. How could I yes. not do it? Amen. How can you not do it? That's right. When, when, I, when, when, when you consider what God has done for you, mm. I have nothing to do with that. And I didn't deserve it. Yeah. And yet God did it anyway. Yes, He did. But it's the, how can you not respond? It's the getting and, from and the it. point where you say, "How could anybody do that or believe that?" To the point yeah. where you say, "How could anybody not believe that and do that?" That's the work of God. How, yeah. That's that, God. Wow. That's, yeah, we that's, talk. That's, that's the work of the Holy Spirit and the person yes, of Jesus is. Christ by the Thank sovereign will of God, and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Jesus said, <laughs> "You did not choose me; I chose you." Well, we had oh, we had a pastor on here a couple of weeks ago. We talked about the difference between 
uh, cognitive faith, which it sounds like you had uh, for for a while. You knew that Jesus was uh, was the Son of God, and you knew that He died on the cross. But it's that volitional faith that uh, that that uh, that voluntarily you turn yourself over to do the things that uh, right. that you He calls you to do. And what what is a common denominator in the people that we have on this show is that those who do that are really excited about. <laughs> About their faith yeah. and, and mm. what God is doing yeah. in their lives and and uh, and uh, you know how do you uh, how do you communicate that <laughs> I don't know I'm just asking you don't have to answer this Mike but how do you communicate that joy and that peace and that enthusiasm to those who are just kind of have that cognitive faith and they're going on with with life and and uh, and you know, kind of avoiding you know uh, that, that's, that, in, in my opinion. Bill, that's the toughest person to witness to. Yeah, you're too good to be saved, mm. or you're never too, but you're exactly. never too bad. That's what you said. I'm going to just uh, jump in here one second. Seven eight four three seven three three. Call in and talk to Mike or talk to one of us. We'd love to have you call. It's a different mm. phone number today. We're going to try something new so we can have not only Mike on the phone, but you can call in too. So seven eight four thirty seven thirty three uh and uh and call in and uh just join the party this is just is a lot of fun oh, thanks yeah. mike well i think of this you know uh we were supposed to have pat from uh open arms pregnancy center on mm. today and she um came down ill we want to pray for her too but you know in her excitement you know to help women who may be thinking of an abortion and trying to to help in that situation, next week we have uh, Tina Williams Ward, who um, is from Sanford with uh, PRC um, uh, Ministry for Pregnant Women. Um, and then, of course, last night I, I called you, Mike, because uh, Pat said that uh, she was too she was too ill to come. And and I put you on the spot, and you said, "Hey, I'm I'm ready to go." So, you know, we really thank you for all that you are doing, Mike, and and for your excitement, and, and that all of us. He said, "Blessed are the feet of they who preach the gospel, for how yeah. are they here unless somebody shares?" Go, yeah. But I, I don't you think you gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah, I... and and you gotta live it out too. You gotta mm. live it in front of the, in, in front of people. You know, they they have they have to they have to step back. And whether they say it out loud or they think it, you know, why is this person so darn happy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, it's like, well, you know, I, I, I got to, you know, and uh, uh, I, I was able to attend uh, uh, a, a true celebration of life a week ago to a brother in Christ that went home to be with the Lord and... Uh, he fell off his roof 15 years ago mm. and ended up a quadriplegic. Oh, boy. And, you know, this man just loved to tell people about Jesus, mm -hmm. to talk to people about Jesus. I, anytime I would see him or visit him, he would have a smile on his face. He never blamed anybody. He never blamed God. Mm. Um, and, you know, I went, I went to visit him in the hospital about a month before he went home to be with the Lord. And because uh, his wife uh, texted me, and he was delusional. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't. It, 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 he had he had a very bad septic um, uh, UT, so uh, UTI, and uh, and so she goes, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know what you're gonna see, you know, I don't know who, you, you know, whether he'll recognize you. I said, well, that's okay, I'll, I'll go see him. And I walked in the door, and he said, Hey, Mike, how you doing? Okay, that's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And the Paul, I. I I'm here to see you. How are you doing? He goes, you know what? I'm great. Isn't that great? He's laying in a hospital bed, okay? <sighs> 15 years of quadriplegic. And I, I asked him one question. I said, Paul, are you ready? And I didn't get the words out of my mouth to go uh -huh. home. He goes, I am so ready. Yeah. I am uh -huh. so ready to go home and see Jesus. And, you know, and God had mercy and, and brought him home. But in the meantime, this man, before and after his accident, all he did was bring people to see Jesus. Wow. Told people about Jesus. And it makes me think of Andrew, you mm. know, uh, uh, Peter's brother. You know, Andrew, Andrew doesn't get a lot of uh, uh, press in, in, the, in, the, in the New Testament. <laughs> but 
You know, Andrew brought Peter to see Jesus. Mm-hmm. Andrew bought, brought the boy with the fish and the loaves <laughs> to see Jesus when he fed the 5,000. Andrew brought the Greek during Passion Week oh, who yeah. wanted to see Jesus. You know? I did. I never put that together. People to see Jesus. He kept you know? bringing people to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what we're called to do, to be fishers right. of men. Amen. And if you, but it's it just sounds in your voice. I, you know, if the, if if it's in there, mm-hmm. if it's inside of you, yeah, somehow it's going to come out. But how does it get in well, there? If, if it doesn't come out, if you're not excited about being born again and being a child of God yeah. and being a disciple of Christ, if you're not excited about that, then you you, you really I guess. I think you just need to read First John and examine yourself. Amen. <laughs> Are you really in the faith? We have got to take another break. Uh, we'll be right back, and don't miss the uh, the final uh, session here with with Mike. You can call at seven eight four three seven three three. That's actually seven eight four free F R E E. But seven eight four three seven three three. We'd love to have you. Call in and uh, and join the party here. Yes, if you've heard that joy and you want some of it, call us. God bless. We'll be right back. Welcome back uh, to Simple Faith. We're here with Mike Hansen today, and we're having a great time. Yeah, uh, just talking about the Lord and and uh, and what's going on and what's what's happened with Mike and. You know, I, I, we said earlier, but uh, but I'd say it again. It just that's the common denominator in the folks we've had on this program mm-hmm. that people are just excited about doing what God has called them to do. And in my opinion, when you see a need, you don't have to wait for a, a voice out of heaven to say, "Mike, this is what I want you to do." You know, it's when <laughs> when you see. You didn't hear that, did you? <laughs> yeah, when you when you see a need, that's that's a call from Jesus. As far as I'm concerned, it, it, it is. It is. You know, and and you're right. I mean, you know, we're we're not always going to get that, you know, that vision or that dream or that voice from heaven. But you know, God, you know, if if if, if you see a need, and and your and you know, and the Holy Spirit indwells you, and prompts you to meet that need, mm. it's because you are now conditioned by God, by the Word of God, by the person of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit. To do what you know you need to do. Well, you know, well I it, think of it, one, one thing the scripture says: if you know it to do good, and doeth it not, I mean, to you that is sin. I mean, that's pretty harsh uh, from the words of, of Jesus. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing you is, know, Jesus said, you know, you, you will know the truth, and yeah. God's revealed His truth, you know, in His Word. So, yeah, and that's why it's so important to know the Word. Yeah. It's so important to be in the Word daily. God, God's going to speak to us through His Word mm, but it, every day. I would, but I would if we're say, not opening it up. Yeah. We're, not, we're not hearing the the will and the, the voice of God. You know, people say, "Oh yeah, I wish I could just hear the voice of God." So read it out loud, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's in there. You'll but you know, if if you're not yeah, doing yeah. what it tells you to do in there, uh, right. you can't really right. experience. The Holy yes, Spirit right. and the Lord leading you through deep waters that you mm-hmm. you'd never be able to navigate on your own, and and the knowledge that it's God that's doing it on His own and not not us. It's not our skills. It's not our our cleverness. Mm. It's not our no. hard work. No. It is absolutely the Holy Spirit taking control and uh, and making impossible things happen that we couldn't do on our own. And uh, Absolutely. and it's Absolutely. that's that's the piece that's exciting. That's to me that uh, that's the piece that's so exciting. Well, you know, and, and you know, and when you think of, go ahead. I was going to say one of one of Jesus' followers, name of John, put it this way. He said, "This is how we know what love is." Right. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. Now I heard I heard you saying that you knew that Jesus Christ laid down his life. You knew he died. And that he was resurrection, but you didn't know that he had done it for you. Right, exactly. You know, the, 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 Jesus is Lord. Well, that's a wonderful statement. Mm. Is he my Lord? How did he become? How did you find out that he did it for you? That set you God on fire. Himself, God revealed himself in the scriptures to me. Yes, he does. Uh, solid gospel teaching. Mm. Um, 
you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, the whole thing is like, you know, I, I think God prepares our hearts and our minds, you know, through the Word of God. And, 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 and when God decides to do it, He prepares us and then He penetrates. Mm. But you, know, you, you heard a guy, you heard that a guy named Richard Berry, who yeah. knew that Jesus died for him. And yeah. you heard yeah. him, and, and somehow he, his love for the Lord was infectious because you caught it. It, it was infectious, you know, because I, I, I was like, you know, I, I've been a Christian for a number of years. And, you know, witnessing to, you know, people that work without crossing that line and getting HR unhappy with me. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you really couldn't do it with customers because that's, you know, proselytizing and that, that would be crossing the line. Um, my family, of which I've had absolutely no success, but that's okay. I still try. Mm. Um, you know, my brothers and sisters and my, my parents are still alive. They're 90 years old. And, uh, Oh, that's, that's another story. Oh, but anyways, um, you know, uh, and, and we, you know, we have a 39-year-old son who is not a believer. Um, and, uh, you know, so we continue to pray for, pray for him daily that's and commit right. him to the mm-hmm. Lord. You know, salvation belongs to the Lord. I can't save anybody. All I can yep. do is tell them about Jesus and, and offer, you know, my mm. story, uh, scripture, um, the truth, um, you know, from the law and from the prophets, as Paul did uh, when he went in, when, when he would go into the synagogues and uh, preach Christ crucified. Um, and that, that's all we can do. You know, I mean, there's, you know, God God's the one that saves, so we we do our part. Um, but uh, you know, it was it was just a matter of of just God's sovereignty mm-hmm. working. You know, through people, through the Word, the Holy Spirit, and you know, my my conscience. You know, um, yes. We all have a conscience. God created us and gave us a conscience. We we know um, the difference between right and wrong. But we know that there's there's, there's a moral law. Um, it's just you know I had uh, I had put it aside, and uh, so the whole thing about not believing you know the virgin birth and the crucifixion and the resurrection and all that that wasn't an issue for me. It, it, it's kind of funny when I think about it. Um, it was just a matter of. I, but I, I, I think my, what you're yeah. saying is is really important because there's so many folks out there that believe all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, but they really you know they they they're comfortable just going to church on Sunday and sitting around and and uh, and letting you know just you know that's that's it. Um, I. I think yeah. that I think that one thing that uh, that is you're talking, you know, that those 42 years that you spent not being a Christian, God's used that in your life too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and so you know, I I just don't want people to think that uh, that that uh, because they've been too bad, that God can't turn that around and use yes, it uh, for uh, for for good, and He does that yeah. all the time. He does. <laughs> and my wife, my wife's parents were baptized at the age of 80. Wow. They are home with the Lord now. Oh. Um, they went home at the ages of 90 and 89 uh, back in 2015. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I mean, the arm of the Lord is never too short. Mm-hmm. Never too short. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Paul was in his middle years. I mean, he must have been yeah. uh, close to 40 uh, when he finally Paul saw the light he got saved. When he got knocked off his horse. Oh, yeah. And he was man, a he was a murderer. Talk, talk about yeah. a tough talk, talk about a tough cookie to face. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a Jew of Jew as to the law of Pharisee. I mean, you know, Paul. Yeah. Paul was the man. Yeah. Um, but it, it, but you know, and and, and I, you, you gotta love Paul, and I I know you guys do. <laughs> I can't wait to meet him. Um, you know, I just, but I hope he won't lose uh, use those long, long, convoluted sentences. <laughs> Sometimes that, he well, drives me nuts. Well, that's what Peter said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you know, you you just think of Peter, and you know, Peter was you know, I think I think he had lived a pretty hard life. I, mm. I you know, I you know, um, and, and uh, you know, John, you know, it's, but you know, the, the thing is, just just to get back, to, you know, how, how do you how do you how do you put yourself out there? 
You know, it was the kindness of God yes. that draws us to God, right? Mm. When Jesus came, he was kind, he was gentle, he showed compassion, he showed empathy and sympathy, he, you know, um, you know, patient, although he did lose it a couple times with the disciples, how long will I be with you, but that's mm. okay. Um, you know, it's like, that's what draws people to Jesus. So, so Mike, you know, yep, I got a, I got a question for you. You just, the, you just kind of <laughs> pulled my trigger here a little bit. You know, Great. we have, uh, we have, um, you know, we, we've been talking about uh, this uh, Roe versus Wade thing here for the last uh, couple of weeks, and and uh, and you know, how have we as Christians responded to these pregnant girls, and how would it be better for us to respond to them so that they might see Jesus in us? And make a different decision. How can we support them and uh, and um, and uh, and the potential life that they have in them in a way that uh, that you know it's not going to save all those kids, but uh, but it might save some. What would you do in that situation, well, uh, Mike? Or yeah. How do you how, um, how do you I, think we should be behaving? Well, um, with love. Okay. You know, um, again, kindness, uh, gentleness. Uh, you know what, what? What? What can we? What? What can I do personally to help you? Yeah. Um, uh, what? What can I do uh, to get you in touch with someone uh, that can that can you know help you get through this pregnancy? Yeah. Um, you know we we need to share the truth with them. Sure. You know that. Uh, you know that that Jesus came for one reason. Paul tells us in First Timothy chapter one to save. Sinners. He came to die for the forgiveness of our sins. So, you know, it doesn't matter what you've done up until this point in time. What are we going to do now? Mm, yeah, you know? I think you're right. <laughs> um, to to lay a, a guilt trip on them and and make them feel judged. We're not their judge. Yeah, you know, we're not right. to judge those outside the church. Yeah, but that's not my place. We all have the same judge. Well, right. well the, the Father said, I sent not my Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through me might have life, and that more abundantly. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and I want to remind you, by next week, Tina, Tina Williams Ward from Alpha Pregnancy Center will be with us from Sanford. And there's a, a lady that has great compassion, just like we're talking about. Yeah, we are. We yeah, are. I, yeah, yeah. And you know the thing is, one of the things we're praying about, and we we would, ah, you know, this this is where this is where I struggle with my faith. Um, do I do we buy the building and get it all set up and ready to go, and God will send us the staff, or do we need to have the staff first? Yeah. But we we would love to own, open a sheltered by Jesus LA for women in mm. Lewiston. Yeah, yeah. And and I and that could meet that could help meet that need possibly, um, you know, for. For a, for a young uh, pregnant girl, um, mm. that that or, or or even you know someone in their twenties or thirties that, you know, I, there's there are there are situations where, you know, the family says you know, you know you've done this and you know you can't stay here or whatever and they actually need a place to stay, you know, um, and and we we would love to be able to help. We get calls at the at the shelter, sheltered by Jesus LA, the Christian Men's Home, all the time for women. Mm. And we try to help them or refer them, but, you know, there's really nowhere in town here in Lewiston, Auburn, for them to go that, that we feel would be a good, safe place and where they would hear the gospel. Yeah, yeah. And, and hear what Jesus has done for them and what Jesus wants to do for them. Mm. I'm thinking there may be somebody listening to this right now on their radio. Yeah. That's right. That... God is tapping on the shoulder yes. and saying, "I want you to, I want you to come forward. I want you to come forward. You can help." You know, Eric and the other staff members um, live at the shelter. Mm -hmm. It's their ministry. Um, they, you know, we they they receive no monetary compensation. Uh, their rewards are in heaven. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's it's a great model because you don't have to worry about government money. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You don't have to right. worry about that's right. you don't spend all your time fundraising. You can spend yeah. your time helping people. You know, we have, you know, we 
we don't, we don't, Pastor Barry spends a lot of time going around to different churches. He's got a much bigger operation up there in Skowhegan. Um, I think he doesn't mm. have to travel as much as he used to. But, you know, we've never had to do much traveling. We've got some local churches, we've got local individuals, and, you know, God just provides uh, abundantly. Yeah. yeah. And, and we know he would do the same, uh, you know, as long as we are faithful. And this is the caveat, as long as we are faithful and always sharing the gospel, living out the gospel yeah. and sharing the gospel. You we, know, it, it all starts with Jesus. This does. We've got about a minute. It all ends with Jesus. Yeah. Uh, we got about a minute and a half here, Mike, uh, uh, to to the music. When the music starts, our program ends. In fact, we got one minute. I've just been notified that I have exactly one minute. <laughs> what would you like to tell people in this last minute? When the music starts, that's that's when that's when we go off the we're air. We're done. So we're done. And I want to thank you before we even start for coming on today. And Mike, yes, I would like yes. to get the whole of you and and be able to talk to you more uh, offline. Definitely. Uh, at, at some sure, point. Sure. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime, Dave. All right. Good. Um, I just give God the glory. I give God all of the glory. It, it's the uh, the work of the Father in the person of the Lord Jesus by the power of the Spirit. Yes, he, Amen. Thank he, you, Lord. he changed my life. Amen. It's like, and I owe I owe him everything. I owe him my life. Amen. Amen. I give him the glory. Yes. 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 We, Sorry about that. I, no, I I. <laughs> God, like, like that, girls always laugh at me. Oh, that would say, did you cry again? Yeah, that my 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 kids laugh at me too. So don't don't feel bad. <laughs> I think that's the God working <laughs> and in our hearts. The music is starting. And thank okay. you. God bless you. God, God bless you. Mike. God bless you, Mike. Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. 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 Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Lord. Mm-hmm.